Welcome to Everything's Not Black and White with your hosts, Lala and Brian. Hello, dear friends. Thank you for joining us for this amazing episode. We have a very special guest here with us. This lovely lady has been a great friend of mine for over a decade when our wee pups were just wee pups. Now they're grown and out in college. But, you know, the beautiful thing about when you make relationships, they last way beyond when you first um, begin them. So I'm very pleased and proud to say that we have my friend, Ms. Ronnie Morrow, here with us today. What's up, Ronnie? Hey, hey. She's my friend, too. So. <laughs> Yeah, share. That's exactly right. <laughs> Ronnie is also Brian's friend, so I will share her. But she's an amazing woman, amazing mother, amazing citizen of the world, and she's Mrs. Ohio, United States, 2005. What's up? Hey. I know. See, y'all, I have all kinds of cool friends. I got pageant <laughs> friends, got queens, all kinds of things <laughs> happening in my life. You know, but we have Ronnie here today because, you know, Ronnie is back in the pageant circuit, honey. We need to talk about that. Yes. Um, and then we also want to talk about some some charities and, and kind of issues that are near and dear to her heart. So, again, Ronnie, welcome to the Everything's Not Black and White podcast. Thank you. I am so honored to be here. Well, we're very happy to have, to have you. Yes, absolutely. So, Ronnie, for our folks a little bit, tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, you know, where are you from? Um, you know, what got you into pageants and just some of that fun stuff. Sure. So I grew up in a very small town in Ohio, St. Clairsville, Ohio, very close to Wheeling, West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Yes. And... My start in pageants actually came from um, a very strong competitive fire. I started baton twirling and dance at the age of three. By the age of nine, I was begging my mother, begging her to allow me to do a pageant. All right. She wanted to hear none of it. <laughs> and quite, if I'm honest, the reason was at that time, you didn't see many black girls in pageants. Yes. And exactly. she did not want my feelings hurt. Mm. Yes. But I persisted. Yes. And I begged. Yes. And eventually she allowed me to, to, to compete in a very small one. It was in our local mall, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. right in the center of the mall. And I won. Oh, okay. And she kind of took a step back and said, okay, maybe this isn't so, so scary, right? But she was not your typical pageant mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she kept me very grounded. Mm-hmm. Grades had to be on point. Chores had to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she educated me and kept me very um attuned to the fact that i won't always win Mm. and it's not always going to be your day be happy for whoever does win yes right Mm -hmm. just go out and do your best yeah so that's how i got into the game that's a great mama well some people have some uh, preconceived notions about pageants what are some misinformed beliefs that people might have about pageants that you've run into some of them make me cringe. Yeah. So the toddlers and tiaras thing does nothing for the entire pageant industry, right? Mm-hmm. Thankfully, they are such a small portion of what quality pageants are all about, right? What got me into the captivating pageant system is the fact that Rick, the director, and the entire team that runs captivating, they are very service oriented. Mm-hmm. It's not, first of all, they're very welcoming, right? Their mm-hmm. slogan is be you, be different, be captivating. Ooh, and nice. I, I like, like that, that slogan, yeah. right? Yes. And they mean it wholeheartedly, right? <laughs> but what they also strive for is for each contestant at the regional, state level, whatever title you're you're given, and then also the national queens to 
have a truly have a year of service mm-hmm. to pick an organization or a platform, something you truly are passionate about mm-hmm. and make a difference. I think it's important for people to also realize that um, the, the, the ladies, right? Well, for captivating, it's teens all the way up through misses, mm-hmm. right? He has uh, captivating systems has four divisions, mm-hmm. but there, I want to just give a little insight into the caliber of the women mm-hmm. that compete. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course you have your, your college students, high school students, college students. Right. Mm-hmm. But we also have, there are lawyers mm-hmm. this, and I'm just talking captivating system, right? right? Lawyers, PhDs, Love medical it. professionals, awesome. right? Philanthropists. So oh. they're, these are the caliber of women that are coming to this system to do good. So when you actually were competing and you you went ran and won, Mrs. Yeah, don't forget, won, I know, honey, that's the big part. One Mrs. Ohio, you United States. Like, what did that do for you emotionally, for your confidence, for just how you felt about being in the world at that time? Well, the competitive person in me um, did backflips, right? Because <laughs> I competed three times over six years before I won that title. Oh. So it was truly a passion. Yeah. By the time I finally had that crown placed on my head, mm-hmm. right? And I had a plan for, you know, what I want. Of course, I had to go through nationals, right? Mm-hmm. Nationals were in Vegas against 51 other women. Ooh. Mm-hmm. No pressure. What it did was it definitely instilled in me a sense of you keep fighting, right? Mm -hmm. If it's something that you want and you truly believe in it, make sure your reasons are solid, right? But you, you push for it. Yeah. You don't give up, you know? And so here we are now in 2022 and you're back. Oh yeah. You're back. Don't call it a comeback because you've been here for years. <laughs> yeah. Legit, right? Yeah. And so now you're competing in Ms. Ohio yes. in the captivating pageant. So what made you want to come back? Oh, wow. Well, I have been around the captivating system for several years mm-hmm. as a spectator. Uh, I had a very, have a very dear friend who has competed and has since won a national title. Oh, yeah. And similarly, it took her several years, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, she never gave up and I never let her give up. Yes. Right? So we, we persevered. And she finally gave up her national title. And I did a lot of soul searching. And quite honestly, there were very few systems that would even remotely pull me out of retirement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. But captivating was definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. So I thought about it long and hard, talked with my daughter. Yes. And she was a, a very big push, mm-hmm. very big push. So I I also have a situation um, where there's a cause that I'm passionate about. Well, I definitely want to talk a little bit more about your cause, but I want to take a quick commercial break to say you all need to see how beautiful this woman <laughs> is, both oh. physically <laughs> So amazingly attractive, but what's even more beautiful is her heart, her spirit, and her soul. And that is something that is so incredibly magnetic that it just exudes all from around oh, her. So you. that's one thing. So I was going to tell the listeners, you can hear it in her voice. I hope you can really hear it. But just to see her, she's I need to bottle absolutely that devastating. <laughs> absolutely devastating. That. Absolutely. Well, well technically, it will be bottled on a podcast. Yeah, so yeah. You, can, you can listen to it anytime That'll you work, want. That'll work, right? Anytime you want. <laughs> anytime yes. I need yes, that little that's boost. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So you were talking a little bit about a call that you um, are very passionate about. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about that? Yes, ma'am. So uh, an organization um, that I recently have come into knowledge of, I guess, if you want to call it that, is an organization called One Love. Mm -hmm. And I totally stumbled on them. I was actually watching the Miss America pageant. Oh, yeah. And one of the ad spots that came on was just a couple. There were no words spoken, but it showed different scenes 
of them interacting together. And it was very triggering for me. So it immediately caught my attention. I'm watching it. You know, one minute they're happy. The next minute they're fighting. The next minute, you know, he's yelling at her. Again, no words. Just these interactions were so powerful. And at the end of it, it just said, do you know what love is? Mm. And then it flashed their logo, One Love. I immediately jumped on my phone. I'm like, what, what is this? What I found out was this organization, it's a national organization. It was founded in two thousand and i want to say 12 but i may be wrong about that Mm -hmm. family by the name of the love family Mm -hmm. their daughter was in college and sadly she broke up with a boyfriend she was dating the family had no indication that anything was going wrong with this relationship after the breakup he broke into her apartment and killed her oh my goodness Mm -hmm. come to find out There was a lot of abuse going on in that relationship, but her family didn't know it. Her friends didn't know it because they they didn't know the signs. Mm -hmm. They never knew what to look for. That struck a very personal chord with me. Mm -hmm. So I immediately reached out to the organization. And my first thought right off the the bat was, I have found my cause. Well, you definitely said that it struck a chord in you. Can you tell us why? Mm -hmm. I am actually a survivor of a uh, abusive relationship uh, a very long one as a matter of fact so long that you know it's hard it was a very I guess I could call it a slow burn right Mm -hmm. things would happen you excuse them away it goes on for years and years Mm. and years Mm. and finally I decided that I needed to change the situation so made the decision to split and then still continued, you know, it was it was just so toxic for so many years, uh, back and forth, on again, off again. And I finally, you know, everybody has a rock bottom, yeah. right, where you just, something happened, something said, whatever it may be, that just kind of slaps you upside the head yeah, and says, this is not where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And I had that moment. And when that happened for me, it was rather jarring because through the course of all of the the relationship um there had been lots of counseling Mm -hmm. and never once never once including religious counseling Mm -hmm. i mean we you know we had done it all Mm -hmm. no one said to me this is a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. you really it's not going to change right right um you know excuses made apologies will do better the whole nine. Yeah. You know, it, it was just a lot of my life, right? Yeah. But I will say this. Uh, I have gone through a lot of healing, personal reflection, counseling on my own, which has been hugely helpful. There's a lot for me that's about teaching my daughter mm-hmm. what not to accept, yeah. what's not healthy, And that was one of the things, again, that drew me to the One Love organization because their mission. So after their daughter's tragic death, I kind of stopped in the middle of that story. They founded this organization that Mm -hmm. is all about teaching that it's a national organization and they teach people how to recognize an unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. There are actually signs. Right. Mm -hmm. And there are signs of a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Their audience reaches as young as 10 years old. Wow. Now, which that's really scary. Yeah. 
um, and I know we've had conversations, right, about yeah. middle school children that we know that are near and dear to us, yeah. middle schoolers who yeah. have dealt with situations that we as parents could say, that's not healthy. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and what they do is uh, they do a series of videos, mm-hmm. workshops, right? Mm-hmm. Most of them are about an hour long. Mm-hmm. And they take them into high schools, middle schools, and colleges. Mm-hmm. And they teach these kids right through a series of videos and and conversations right very casual a lot of times there will be counselors involved right because Mm -hmm. i am now trained as a facilitator well i'm not a counselor right 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 i can i know how to go in and present the workshop right but the high schools that i'm trying to get into i i want i plan to make sure that the counselors for the school are on hand absolutely because I, I won't be able to recognize things that they will see. Absolutely. Right. Watching the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole goal is to get in front of these kids mm-hmm. before Johnny starts messing around with Susie and just treating her any kind of way. We want Susie to know, oh, no. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's not, not right. cool. Right. 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 Absolutely. I love the fact that you talk about that these workshops are happening at a very young age to keep people kind of understanding young what that looks like, because it's very, very easy for people to be involved in a in an abusive relationship. And sometimes I, w- I want to make sure we clarify this is not necessarily a physically abusive relationship. Correct. This is emotional and mental, which, you know, quote unquote, is harder to prove Correct. to people. Correct. Right. And so when people get involved, it's super easy to get in. Like, why do you think that is? I think it's exactly what you just said, because it's not physical. Mm -hmm. No one's physical. No one ever laid a hand on me. Mm -hmm. Never laid a hand on me. In a way, I kind of think that might have been easier, Mm -hmm. actually. Right. A little bit more in your face. There's no way you could deny that. Right. Right. When it is verbal, emotional, mental, it's it's mind games. Yes. It's mind games. It, it, It will make you think you're crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's little comments that are made on the sly um, that you either kind of second guess it or you excuse it away mm-hmm. or you just ah dismiss it. Right. And then it'll happen again. Yeah. And it'll happen again. So it is such a slow build yeah. that I think a lot of times people just don't even realize what's going on is not healthy. Right. At all. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And like you said before, they feel like they've done something wrong. They're like, am, am, is it me? Yeah, that's called gaslighting. Yes. <laughs> and it is a very real thing. It is a And very you are real not thing. crazy. Yes. Yes. It took a lot of counseling for me to know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And in a lot of uh, situations, people oftentimes think, well, why doesn't the, the victim just leave? What, mm. what kept you around for so long? Wow. That's a very good question. So for me, it was at that point a commitment. Um, I had built a family. Mm-hmm. You know, at that point, we had our, our daughter. I was not convinced that I was being abused. I did not yeah. know mm. that's what was yeah. going on, right? I just thought yeah. this was this was the personality. I just have to deal with it kind mm-hmm. of a thing. I didn't realize, uh, no, these things are just not uh, proper. And quite honestly, what did it for me, it really took a lot of serious lies, a lot of situations going on that just were not cool to the point where I decided no this is just not I was miserable yeah Yeah. I was miserable and that's no way to live no but I still didn't understand why at that point right I just knew I was miserable and I wanted out but I and you know and mind you don't hate him Mm -hmm. 
don't hate him. You know, uh, we, we share a daughter. I just, you know, there's, there's a saying that Tupac said that I just love. We may not be friends anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to starve. I still want you to eat. Just not at my table. Hey. There you go. See, that's why I say Pac is the greatest yes. rapper that ever lived. <laughs> yes. Still relevant. 20, still relevant 20 years after to his today. Death. Exactly. Absolutely. I love you it. You know, so I, I mean him no ill will. Just I needed to move on with my life. Right. Absolutely. Right. And you mentioned, you know, earlier that you did a lot of, of counseling, you know, to help yourself get into a, a better place. Like what are the things that you do to help yourself emotionally heal mm. from this relationship? A lot of journaling. Mm. I did a lot of studying. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I needed to understand what all this meant. Right. Yeah. Because it's like I said, we had been through counseling and it was never mentioned to me. Mm-hmm. Never did a counselor pull me aside and say, honey. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you what you're dealing with. here. Yes. Never. You know, and, and, and quite honestly, if I'm honest, in a lot of ways, I feel betrayed by a lot of those therapists mm, because sure. they never said that to me. Yeah. Although. I do have to self-reflect and say, would I really have paid attention to that? Mm. But if, if someone had come at me that directly, yeah, I would have listened. Yeah. A lot of research, a lot of reading the, actually the, the counselor I dealt with, she actually thought the pageant was a fantastic idea oh. as a form of therapy for me. Yeah. Right. Because she's like, you're take the lemons and make lemonade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's that simple. Right. Okay. I've gone through this. I've, you know, like I said, I have no physical scars, not one, mm-hmm. right? However, I know I can take the situation that I went through and turn that around yeah. and help somebody, which was my daughter's comment to me, right? You know, she says, mom, you know, you never know who's going to be, who's going to hear you, who's going to see you, who's yeah. going to be sitting in an audience. And even if you just jar them to really step back and look at their relationship, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, since you've you've moved beyond this relationship, Mm -hmm. how do you feel like your life has changed for the better? (laughs) Immensely. (laughs) I I, I just I can't even express to you how um, happy at peace. That's that's a huge that's Mm -hmm. a huge thing. Peace is right. So important. Oh, my gosh. Um, It's so underrated. Yes, it is. Right. Peace in my household. Peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Right. Even just being able to focus and make plans, make goals, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. all of those things have come from just removing that okay. out, uh, out of my world. Feel like a big weight off of your Huge. shoulders? Yes. Boulders. Boulders. Yeah. <laughs> I love those boulders. Yes. So now your arms are free to be able to push somebody else's boulders off their shoulders. Absolutely. So with that being said, like what kind of advice would you give someone, you know, once they're kind of contemplating and thinking about where the relationship is, what kind of things that they can do to remove themselves from that situation Mm -hmm. like you did. It's very delicate. I was in a situation, like I said, where there was no physical violence. Mm -hmm. There are, however, situations where the abuse escalates. Sure. Right. So it it may start as emotional and verbal and then it escalates into physical. That's a whole different ballgame. There are resources, which actually I will make sure that I, um, have those for you, right? There's the National Domestic Hotline. There is even an um, Ohio Domestic Violence Group organization. Mm -hmm. There are ways that in in each of those organizations, they have safety plans Mm -hmm. that you can work through Mm -hmm. and and you can keep it on your phone. They, the the websites even have a safety feature. If, if you feel your abuser is going to come in the room, you can hit a key or something on your phone and it'll completely remove the website off of your phone wow. so that 
you, you don't cause any tension, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't make anything worse. But yeah. so th- be very careful yeah. is, is the biggest thing. You've yeah. got to be careful. You've got to make sure you have a plan in place, especially if there are kids involved. Yeah. Right. You know, it makes it delicate. I mean, my daughter was 14 when I left. Yeah. You know, she was she was not a toddler. Right. right. If you've got small children, you need to get a network of friends and yeah. family who you trust. Yeah. To be able to help you. Yeah. Um, so there it, it's not as easy as just pick up and leave. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that and it's just not that Mm-mm. not that simple. There's a statistic that on average, an abused person will leave seven times mm-hmm. before they leave for good. That makes a lot of sense. It's it's because well, it's also scary to go into the unknown. Yes. That's another thing. Right. Very so much. there's you're dealing with fear on two levels. Yes. Yeah. Coming and going. Coming, coming and going. That's yes. exactly right. That's Absolutely. exactly right. Absolutely. So, Ronnie, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Oh, yes. So I am on Instagram at Ms. O.H. Captivating 22. And I am also on Facebook at Ms. Ohio Captivating 2022. And, you know, I've, I'm posting regularly. I'm learning a lot, right? Because I I am not the social media right. diva, so I'm I'm, I'm most learning. of us over the age of twenty five are not social yeah. media so diva. I'm learning. You're going to be the queen of the social media crown here. That's right. Yeah. So, um, but I do. I'm I'm posting. I as I get um, workshops uh, booked, and I'm I, actually I'm also planning to take workshops into uh, communities. Awesome. Not just for the kids, yeah. right? Because when you think about it. There are grown folks who don't know how to love each other. Exactly. A whole lot of us. Right. So um, I'm going to try and get into the schools before school year ends. Right. But over the summer, I think I'm going to try and get into uh, different community centers and um, different organizations. Maybe even I would love to even get into churches. Yeah. Mm, You know, Oh, I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. So I got big plans. That's going, and you will succeed at all of them. Yeah, absolutely, because you always do. Winning, thank you. Always thank winning. You. The competitive spirit in you will always win. <laughs> I know this. I know this for a fact. Yeah, I've been told I don't know the word quit. I like that, yeah, but that's I a good thing. It. That that makes me love you even more. Yes, <laughs> and then people also can get connected with the One Love organization as well. Yes, yes. Um, at Join One Love is their Instagram. And joinonelove.org is their website. Um, tons of information. And I should say anybody who's interested can get trained to be a facilitator. That's awesome. Right? I, I don't find that there are many in Ohio, which is kind of disappointing to me, Yeah. Um, which was even more motivation for me. But one person cannot hit all the schools, all Absolutely the middle schools, not. right? You know, we, we right. need much more uh, presence. And in talking with the national volunteer coordinator, I've had uh, meetings with her. Um, she's very excited to have some presence in Ohio. So we definitely right. need more of that. Well, we love and appreciate you so much, Ronnie, for being mm-hmm. here and for sharing your story and being so open and willing to help other people. And we already know we will be rooting you on Ms. Ohio <laughs> Captivating. September. Yes, September. Mm-hmm. Labor, so we will Labor Day weekend. We will absolutely put that in uh, the liner notes so you all will be able to connect with Ronnie, connect with One Love, and cheer her on as she goes to win that title. She's not just competing. She going to win, y'all. Thank I promise you. you. <laughs> promise you. Promise you. And Brian, if people want to get in touch with us, how do they do that? It's a great question. They can get in touch with us at embwpodcast at gmail.com or they can hit 
us up on Facebook, uh, Meta is what they call it now. That's what they tell uh, me. And give us a like and follow there for uh, any updated videos or uh, podcast. Awesome. Ronnie, thank you again for sharing your time and space with us. You are amazing, and we love you. you. Yes, we appreciate you you being here. It's been a wonderful uh, show. And our hearts and minds are with Ukraine right now and the people um, in Russia who do not want this war. So thank you very much for being here. Absolutely. We'll see y'all later. See you. Bye-bye.